Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a sacred space for empowerment through modern magic, spiritual activism, and reclaiming your power. I am your host, Nixie Marie, feng shui practitioner, earth activist, and mystic here to support and inspire your journey in becoming the change you wish to see in this world. That change starts within. Join myself and fellow thought leaders, metaphysical experts, and luminaries each week as we explore practical and magical ways to living in your highest alignment. Your journey as an empowered goddess begins here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective podcast. Uh, Happy Earth or almost Earth Day. Uh, Maybe you're listening to this during the Earth Day reveal. Um, We really get to honor and celebrate our mother, the almighty mother who is getting quite a, a nice little rest and restore. And I really feel like right now she is speaking very loudly and I cannot without a doubt uh, ignore her messages. So um, I've got a lovely episode for you guys today. We've got Devana May on the show and we talk all about nature, talk all about the plants, the plant medicines from working with them all of the beautiful herbs that are currently, you know, present with us during this time of spring and how these how these plants really support us, how to connect to mother nature, how to go back to her. So, we timed this very beautifully. It was perfect timing to have her on and share some medicine from the earth um, to really inspire this conversation during this time with it being Earth Day. So, uh, before we get into the episode, I of course have some announcements and uh, some lovely reviews to read that you all have sh- have shared. It is so lovely when I get to um, spend the time and go through some of these reviews that you guys leave on Apple Podcasts and uh, just sit with it. It's it's such a lovely thing and it really supports the show. And uh, my request of you guys is to really share the show right now. I'm really. Um, I'm really excited about some of these, all the episodes we've had and like the direction in which I'm feeling called to go. And, um, you know, thanks to you guys, you've really been able to grow this show and been able to keep it going for the last three years. So this review comes in from Seven Sarah Mina, and she says, grateful, so thankful for this. I Am Goddess Collective has been a wonderful gift to me over the past year and a half. When I'm stuck in a spiritual rut and out of balance, I tune into this amazing collective. I find the guidance needed to help me with what I am going through. It's educational and informative. And as a newly awakening witch mermaid priestess star being, this podcast has helped me reconnect to the tools of healing and magic. I lo- the lovely Grazi, oh, I love Grazi. She's a dear sister of mine, introduced me to this podcast and I continue to pass it on to others. Thank you, Nixie. Well, thank you, Sarah, for passing it along and finding your reverence back in the healing and the magic. Myself. I'm so excited that... Um, But that has been supportive for you. So thank you for everyone who has written a rating and review. And please head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review for 
um, supporting the show and and getting more women and uh, those who are interested and inclined to listen to tap back into their amazing creativity. Just think about what you know what this show has done for you and how you can really give that back to a woman or a sister or um, anyone really that you think will need it. So thank you. Um, another awesome thing that we've got, of course, is pulling a card from the moon deck as we love to pull a card every every episode so let's see what card i have pulled Ooh, we have my instincts keep me adaptable in the face of any obstacle so this is the adapting card which is so perfect i mean and so timely are you kidding me you guys like we're learning how to adapt through change on such a big big profound like level right now so the adaptable card adapting card is so perfect and timely um this card really reminds us that when change comes forth, when we adapt to that change and we accept that change, I think acceptance is a big one here, um, then we can we can really navigate and reap benefits of the opportunities of what change can bring. Uh, on this card, there's all these beautiful, lovely mushrooms and sort of the energy of the fox that's sort of uh, over the woman over this woman's eye. And uh, the fox fox medicine, I believe this is, yeah, Fox Medicine really connects us to our natural ability to adapt and be flexible and use our senses to really just discern and understand what's in front of us. So take this time, maybe take today or tomorrow or wherever, you're, whenever you're listening to this to write about and journal about what adapting means to you and how you've been adapting through this change because we're all in it together and uh, maybe tapping into your inner Fox and practice being aware and present in your current environment and you know just be reminded that whenever necessary like right now to adapt and shape shift with grace and an opportunity or a solution might reveal itself that maybe had otherwise remained hidden so just take notice you know and I think this is actually really beautiful because we talked a lot about uh trusting and uh, sort of adapting through change in this episode with the plants and how to really walk out in nature and find these different medicines from the plants. And this is beautiful because the ritual inside the booklet of the moon deck, the guidebook that we have here, it says to do a walking meditation. So perhaps you can pair your walking meditation with a plant walk and see what plants you're connecting with, see what comes up through your walking meditation so thanks to the moon deck for being our sponsors and uh you can get your own moon deck for 10 percent off if you go to themoondeck.com forward slash goddess and uh, if you've been working with the moon deck and you've been really loving this deck i mean this deck is absolutely gorgeous and it's my favorite deck of all time um if you've been working with the deck share share it in your stories and on Instagram, uh, tag the moon deck and tag I am goddess collective and share with us what cards you're getting each day and how they've been supporting you. I'd love to hear how these cards are really connecting you. I think to the divine feminine within they're very, very feminine, very nourishing, very soul fulfilling. And, um, if you've never worked with cards before, this is a perfect starter deck. So Ah, without, I mean, without, I want to get into this podcast, but I have a couple more things I wanted to address here. Um, it being Earth Day, it being Earth Month, you know, the Earth is really healing right now. We've seen so much amazing positive news about ways in which the Earth has been restoring herself. You know, I'm here in LA, the smog has been 
really clearing and it's actually statistically saying they're they're saying that the smog has been it's the clearest city um out of all the cities right now which is huge i don't think i don't think la has had that in probably i don't even know the last time definitely not when i've lived here so i think that's quite amazing um some other really good things that are happening there's like there's a lot of the the sea turtles that are coming out and and coming from the ocean and they are uh, rehabilitating themselves. Um, the oceans are clearing and cleaning and there's just there's just so many things. So I really wanted to invite you to look at some of the positives that we are seeing as a collective and how our inner worlds and how the outer worlds from the planet to the environment to what's going on within, how they're all connected. We really talk about that on the episode today and how you can really participate in the collective healing. I mean, Mother Earth, it's like she put us in in timeout right now. And I feel like we're all like sent to the sent to our rooms to really think about and really pause and listen to, you know, maybe some some ways that we've contributed because we're all connected to the um, you know, the things going on with the climate and to really start thinking about ways in which you can go sustain and get rid of all the plastics that you use, um, go maybe zero waste or lower your waste um, consumption and really make a list, get out a journal, get out a paper and pen and really think about ways in which you can serve the goddess, the great goddess of Mother Earth to help her restore. Because when we do that, when we actively participate in her restoration and her healing, we're actually healing ourselves because it's all connected. You know, we talk about that so much in this podcast episode about how the lungs of our planet were burning and now here our lungs are burning through this virus. So everything is connected and I really want and invite you to take a look at those things and pay attention to the signs and listen deep within about what Mother Earth is telling you because she is she is our greatest teacher and she is the medicine and nature is always the answer. And I think it's just absolutely beautiful that she's speaking to us in such a profound way. I also wanted to share a couple tips on ways in which you can go and connect to the uh, our great mother earth while we are all on earth day. Um, I've been seeing so many creative, beautiful ideas uh, come through from other amazing mothers. If you have children that you can really get your children to connect to the earth um, by going to one, maybe go get some rocks and paint the rocks and have a fun painting session with your children. Let them pick the rocks out or maybe you just want to get creative and pick out rocks and paint them. Um, maybe doing, like I mentioned before, a nature walk, nature hike. And if you can't hike right now, maybe just going on a walk and connecting to the your neighborhood and what's around you right in front of you because I've been doing a lot of walks around my neighborhood. If you guys are following my personal Instagram, you probably have seen me and sharing sharing away what I've been finding. But I think that's really where we are being asked to open up and see what's right in front of us rather than going to seek outside of us what the what answers we need or what medicine we need when it's right there. Um, another way that you can really support Mother Earth right now is grow your own garden or maybe your herb garden, really get connected to the plants. This doesn't need to be something big and elaborate. Like I think sometimes we get intimidated by gardening or by planting things, but you can do something very small and give an offering to the land and 
really create, um, maybe it's not land if you're just in an apartment, then you can build a little herb garden, kind of an herb wall in your kitchen or just a little hanging herb, something, something little. I mean, just think about it. Think about it's your gift, it's your offering. And if you really can, if you really can go plant things in the soil right now, that is something I would really invite you to do. Maybe plant some seeds, plant a tree, plant, plant herbs, something that you can give back to the earth as she heals because we've been taking and taking and taking. We often to take so much that I really hear her voice saying, you know, I, I get to give too. We need to become this giving these givers as well and know know that, you know, everything is a as, as a given exchange. And the more that we take, the more that we are, you know, without giving back, it, it doesn't create a very good uh, rapport with our mother, right? <laughs> so those are some beautiful ways that you can connect to Mother Nature right now. And uh, I hope that you all have an amazing Earth Day and really think about all the ways in which you can go sustainable, maybe what brands you can support, maybe what um, maybe you want to start changing the brands that you support and no longer supporting brands who are not like B Corporation or green or sustainable. Um, and if you're interested, of course, as you guys know, I have my cleaning product line Clarity, which is all green and eco-friendly. And we have our zero waste starter kit that we are offering right now on sale for Earth Day. So if you want to get your cleaning starter kit, you can go to clarity.com forward slash goddess and get uh I think we're doing a 25% off sale today. So that's our little offering for you guys to receive the starter kits. Um, And, you know, just get creative, like really follow people who inspire you to live a sustainable life. Um, And what some of my favorites are Eco Goddess and Water Through Skin. Those are those two women are really, really beautifully. They just create so much amazing content. Um, manifesting them on the show to uh, really share how how they live sustainably, how they how they contribute to um, the zero waste movement. And, um, you know, it's just so much so much is happening in that right now. And I think that that is the future. That is the way that is the way we create a new earth. So um, be a participant of it and be a co-creator of that, because that's, I think, the next step that we are all seeing as part of our evolution. So without further ado, let's get into this lovely episode with Devana May. I'll see you guys on the other side. Bye for now. Hello, sacred sisters. Welcome back to yet another lovely day here on I Am Goddess Collective podcast. I am excited to bring you another conversation with a dear soul sister. We've got Devana May on the show. Welcome, Devana. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm grateful to be here. Well, I'm grateful that you're here and excited to get into all the work that you do. Some insight on Devana's work. She is a certified holistic wellness practitioner, ceremonialist, and student of the Divine Feminine Mysteries. So it is no surprise as to why she is here on the show today. Uh, And you've got quite a story on how you really found your deep connection and reverence for Mother Earth and all of her beautiful creatures. It's almost as if we've had a very similar story. So um, before we get into that story, I would love to ask you the same question I ask all of my guests who come on the show. What crystals are you currently working with and why? Mm. (laughs) Uh, I love that. I feel like right now, because I came with just a suitcase thinking I'm going back to California in two weeks, I didn't bring any crystals with me. So the crystals that I'm currently working with are the crystals of my heart and all the wisdom from the crystals that I have brought with me on my journey 
that are in my heart right now. And if I was at home, it would be um, clear quartz. And oh, that just came through. I do. I have one, my yoni egg, my jade yoni egg is the only crystal that I did bring with me that I haven't been working with for about a few weeks now, but I do have my jade yoni crystal. Of course. Can't like, go, of course, you can't have leave the house without that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, tell us where, like, where did your story begin really where you found yourself uh, really connecting to these divine feminine mysteries and having so much deep connection with Mother Earth? Mm, well, it started in what many would call the dark night of the soul. I feel like that was it for me. It was in my deepest, darkest night of depression, anxiety, paranoia, living in fear, living in fight or flight. And the root of that, of course, was my own trauma, but it was being manifested in an outward relationship, in an abusive relationship that was deeply hidden because it was emotional abuse and psychological abuse. And I was in it for four and a half years, not knowing quite what I was in. So it was just slowly eating away at me. Um, and I found through synchronicities, just little books or little messages that would guide me on my path. Um, a man who owns this beautiful crystal shop in Redondo Beach called the Sacred Stone Gallery. He transitioned from the earth realm, but he's still with mm. us, Gustav. He would send me, anytime I would go into this crystal shop, he would say things to me. Like he was trying to plant seeds. He was guiding me. And that would, I would leave going, okay, that was for me. And he, I had many different helpers and angels and spirit animals. The animals played a huge part in my journey and in my awakening. And it started with the book, The Seed of Your Soul. That was a really beautiful book that helped me. And then Queen Afua, Sacred Woman, um, was the first book that I read that connected me to my womb and how our wombs are connected to the earth and how there's so much disease on this planet with women in our wombs and how there's mm. so much disease on this earth and how it's all connected. And that was my first like aha moment, moment of like, yes, like this is deep wisdom right here. As we connect to our wombs and heal our wombs, it will just be reflected outwardly and connecting to the earth and helping the earth heal. And I was in that relationship at the time. So it was kind of like a little seed guiding me out. And in that relationship, I also started my dreadlocks. Mm. I was deep into reggae music and the Rasta scene. And I started my dreadlocks and I took a course, Ayurveda, learn how to make your own beauty products. And in this course, um, it was uh, in Venice in LA. And I was the only one there that had found it from Yoga Journal. They have um, events pages. And I went from the event seeing it in the Yoga Journal magazine. And we were working with essential oils. And it was the first time I ever heard of essential oils. This was back in 2013. And I was like, oh, my goddess, these plants in a bottle, orange and basil. What is this? And then right away after the class, I went to Rainbow Acres and I bought essential oils and I bought all these things so I could start making my own aromatherapy products. And I wanted to make my own dread wax. And just that was the path of starting to throw away like toxic chemicals and, and throwing away perfumes and things that had paragraph long list of chemicals and body care and beauty yeah. care. So that was that journey 
going into holistic health and beauty. And then I took another course from the same magazine called Become a Certified Wisdom of the Earth Aromatherapy Practitioner. And I had no idea really what that was, but my spirit called me to sign up and the teacher wrote me back and she said, oh my goodness, Devana is one of my favorite flowers. Have you ever tried her? You will during the course. Ah. And I knew my name was a flower. I, my whole life, I would just said, it's a flower. And people said, oh, that's so beautiful. It's, it's a flower. I didn't know anything else. It, grew, it grows in India. That was it. And then taking this course, just unlock the world and the magic of the flower of Devana and the spiritual properties oh. of the flower and the, all the medicinal properties of the flower. And we had to choose one plant essence to work with and then write our paper, our final paper about what happens to us in our life, people around us. And I try to write the paper without even getting the oil. I was like trying to start like maybe my intro and nothing would come, of course, until I finally got the bottle. And we had moved into my mom's house as a stepping stone because we were going to move somewhere else. And so we already made the big transition out from our home into like my mom's house. And then I got the oil, ironically, had sent to my mom's house. So right when I got there, it was there and I used the oil and I would just burst into tears and I was just crying and I was just wanting nothing to do with my partner. And it was his birthday and I was just like, no. And he went out of town and I Googled, is my controlling partner um, causing anxiety, something along those lines, giving me anxiety because he was really controlling and really possessive. And I just found page after page of information about emotional abuse, domestic violence, red flags for physical abuse. And my world just opened and I didn't ever see him again. Basically after that time, it was just a no. And I went deep into the journey of self-love and reading about emotional abuse and narcissistic abuse. And I went so deep into that rabbit hole. Um, So of course it was spirit. It was the plants. And ever since I was just like, I'm here for the flowers and the plants and the trees. And I'm going to share this message of love and everyone's going to have their own journey with the plants. And that was my unique journey. But Devana brought me back home to Devana. Isn't that divine? I mean, you like picked your name somehow to really guide your, guide yourself back to your purpose. That's incredible. I really want to pull out something you you kind of spoke light on from the beginning uh, when you spoke about how the womb is so much in correlation and and it's all connected to the womb of our mother and our mother earth. Can you kind of enlighten us a little bit on on how that like paint a picture on really how that like can make sense for people who maybe have had a disconnection to their womb and to mother earth? Yeah. And I feel like that's it right there. The, the womb. So it's a big teaching that we weren't really taught with in our culture about like the divine mother energy and the cosmic mother and the cosmic womb. And the woman has basically been taken out of a lot of our religious teachings. Um, Right. And I feel like that in itself is like why we are suffering so much as a, as people on this planet and our earth is literally has been suffocating and we are destroying the planet. We're cutting down trees. And I say we, because it's all one, we're all connected in this. And of course there are different corporations, different people, but we as a people have been seeing this happening on the planet, the waters being, being poisoned with chemicals and, when we come back to this place within, we come back to our wounds, then we feel this, this connection to the earth and that our waters 
of our body, if we are all one, if this earth is our home, we were born on this earth Hmm. and the waters of our bodies are connected to the waters of the earth. And we're seeing how disconnected we are from our own waters that we're so dehydrated that our wounds, which are water, this is the sacral chakra. This is what creates life. Water is needed to create children and people. And then we see what's happening with the waters of the earth. And it's me of my own journeys. I've been healing my waters. It's been helping me connect even more to the waters of the earth Mm. and vice versa. As I connect more to the waters of the earth, to the rivers, when I go and sing to the ocean, when I go and just talk to the rivers, I feel an even deeper connection to myself and I can even sense the shifts that happen internally. So for me, it's just been sensing and seeing this deeper connection growing. And it it just makes so much sense that it's all connected because I see how so many women are so disconnected from women I work with from their wombs and from this power. And they're also not even aware yet of the great cosmic mother. So it's like, I see how it plays out on both levels. A lot of like the menstrual um, pain and different issues that women have in their wombs um, are a reflection of not even being in that empowered place as a woman of, of holding that goddess energy. And the more that they connect to their wombs or the more they connect to the goddess energy, everything shifts. So it's been, it's this dance. Wow. That's beautiful. What are yeah. some what are some other like symptoms or or things that you often see that women are often struggle with uh, within that space maybe around the womb or just having like um, maybe dietary issues or issues within the body? What do you often see the most? Um, things that I often see the most are I see a lot of like cysts, cysts and growths um, that women are having in their in their in their ovaries, um, some even fallopian tubes, sometimes like even physical pain that they'll be feeling. And then we'll go deep, we'll have a one-on-one session where we'll, we'll connect, we'll get to the root of that. And oftentimes it's linked to childhood trauma that, that had happened um, and that they're still holding that pain and it's being manifested physically. Um, oftentimes it's, with the bleeding, like irregular cycles, or maybe like really heavy cycles and cramps. A lot of women I see complaining about their cramps. And even just in general, just talking about like, oh, I hate my period. Like, oh, it's just so painful. Like my boobs get so sore or just a lot of like pain that comes with the menstrual cycle. And I have also seen that it's, we haven't been taught as children, as girls coming into our menses about how powerful we really are and how beautiful and sacred our moon time is. And I feel like just that alone, the shame that's around it with the bleeding and being a woman in the society, um, it's being manifested physically. Yeah. The moon time. And so when you, when we just come into that power of like, Oh, sacred bleeding and honoring this time and pausing and resting like we're forced to do right now in this moment, like honoring the winter time, honoring the dark moon, then everything shifts. They'll start loving their period. When they start giving their blood to the earth, their lives start shifting. I've seen it. It's so beautiful. So, okay. A couple of things there. Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) What would, first of all, what would someone do like a woman who's, who is feeling those symptoms? How can they really reclaim their, their power within mother earth? 
Well, for everyone, it's going to be different. And I feel for everyone, it's really tuning into like their journey. Like what is your intuition guiding you to? Like there's no one way to do this and do this. That's like first and foremost. Um, And I feel like the first, if I was going to give the steps, it's just first connecting to your womb, maybe just placing your hands and just start breathing, just Mm -hmm. Just start meditating in quiet with yourself and with your womb by just placing your hands over your womb and just taking deep breaths and just starting to notice what you feel by just even beginning to connect to this place. Mm. Just sitting in silence and breathing and knowing that our hands are so powerful and that we are magical beings, we are energy beings, and we have the power to heal our bodies with our physical touch and just like tuning into that energy and even bringing like maybe white light, healing light, a color light that feels good for you and just breathing light into your womb. And that will first just starting start to shift the energy. Like, okay, we're, we're creating a change here. We're creating a shift in consciousness with our breath and with our body and with our awareness. And then maybe working with the plant, tuning into what plant is calling you like nettles. Nettles is an ally for everyone that helps us with on so many levels, a nourishing herb that helps with our nourish our bones and our blood and our waters and great for breast milk. And we can drink it every day and it grows in abundance in so many areas all around us. So nettles maybe would be a great herb to start working with and making infusions with nettle, which is where you take um, a handful of herb, dried herb, in a mason jar or jar with the lid and pour boiling water on top and let it sit for six to 10 hours overnight is really just easy. You just let it sit overnight. And then you have a really strong cup of tea Mm. and the difference between maybe like a bag of tea of nettles and an infusion of nettles would be five milligrams of calcium in a bag tea versus 500 milligrams of calcium in an overnight infusion. So just working with infusions, is a really beautiful self-love, self-care practice that you can start to connect with the plant. And you can find dried herbs um, in health food stores, online, at your local apothecaries, um, in your gardens or in friends' gardens. So working with the plants and infusions is just a really nice, simple way. Red raspberry leaf, red clover, um, mugwort just tuning in there's so many beautiful plants to help us with our wounds and then um it's like it's nettle season right now I love that you brought that up yeah I actually just got I came back from the store I got some ingredients to put together nettle biscuits and I can't wait because I have tons of nettle all around me I'm in Topanga so uh, I've been waiting wow. for it to kind of get to its peak point where I could harvest. And I'm really curious because last year I actually harvested a bunch of nettle and then let it out to dry, but I let it outside and it rained. So it got a little more, it didn't quite sit and I was really sad. I really was. Um, so I, this this year I made it a, a really big intention to to work with the nettle from my backyard. So I love that you brought that yeah. up because it's it's so potent right now. Yeah, I love that. I'm like, I miss that so much right now because I'm in Hawaii, but 
the nettle in California and my mom's backyard nettle grows everywhere. And it didn't start growing until after I started working with nettle. And cause my mom lived there for almost 10 years. And I was like, mom, has this plant ever been in your backyard? And she's like, never. And it started appearing after I did my guy's school healing class. And Oh, you did the guy's school healing. Of course. So yeah. I'm good. I, I know Marisha and um, yeah, I'm in Topanga. So that's awesome. And you said you would love, you wanted to do that class? Or I actually you- did sign up and I was thinking about taking it this year, but I went through a feng shui course. So I kind of was like, okay, let's focus on one thing at a time. Um, yeah. But it's so on my radar, like, and Marisha, she's a dear, beautiful, like soul sister through the grapevines oh, of yeah. other women. So um, it's a really beautiful, I, I mean, it's just like learning, really learning. And I, I've been intuiting and learning from the plants from being here for quite some time. And I think that's really where, um, like what you're suggesting is really, is really imperative for, for us to really just, you know, see what plants when we're outside, like take notice what's calling to us, what's drawing to us. And perhaps that that is your, your herb that you're meant to work with your body's like responding to that to some degree. And, um, you know, you, you also touched on, uh, the aspect of like how the earth and how all of these herbs really support our, our system down there, you know, with the cysts and everything like that. How does that really play into sort of like our sexual experiences? Cause I know that that can kind of be a mirror as well. Like when we're having a lot of these, these womb issues, what would you, what would you say about that? Yes. Okay. So I feel the pain, first of all, like when we're having pain, it's like, we don't want to have sex. It's like, it's almost like the last thing we want to do when we're feeling uncomfortable, but a lot of us will still even like become numb to it almost. And that's even the first thing is like, you might not even feel anything when you try to connect to your room. It might be silence. You might not even think that you're doing anything. And that's just part of peeling back the layers and peeling back the layers. And so when it comes to our sexual energies, the plants, they, there's so many beautiful plants that help us connect to that essence, like Damiana, just beautiful sensual herbs that tend to our waters because our waters are the sexual energy, our waters and our fluids, our cervical fluids and semen, it's all water. Mm. And when we, when we start to clear those blockages and we can open up more in this authentic, innocent way of like, yes, like I'm a sexual being without shame, without this stored in trauma that we're maybe even attracting partners that aren't fully in alignment with us because we are still holding on to these old stories and these parts of ourselves that we haven't yet processed and traumas and pains that we haven't worked through yet. And that will be manifested in sexual partners or mm-hmm. not having boundaries and and letting anyone into our sacred space without really even tuning into that, like who is entering this space. So the plants help to help us create boundaries because we're tuning into like our voice and what we want and what for, feels good for us and what nourishes us truly on a deep soul level and not seeking energy just outside of ourselves through addiction and um, sex and food and just other things. We're really just coming back into ourselves again and mm-hmm. again and again. And that's what the plant help us do. <sighs> yeah, that's beautiful. Are you currently stuck at home looking around your space going, 
This thing could use a really good cleaning. Well, I have a very exciting product for you to try. I have been, as you some of might some of you might know, I've been developing a product line for the past three years inside my cleaning business. This product line has been my new baby. It's it's something that I'm so incredibly proud of, and it is called Clarity. Clarity is an all amazing, all organic, zero waste, full cleaning kit that makes your home smell delicious and invites you into a beautiful ceremony to clean and rid your space of all negative energies. So if you would like to try this beautiful cleaning kit, you can head on over to clarity.com forward slash goddess. That's C-L-A-R-Y-T-I dot com forward slash goddess to check it out. The more that I dive deep into my my journey and really connecting with Mother Earth, I think that's where, you know, you really start to see her gifts. You really start to see the beauty of what she's got to for us and that she's always giving to us and giving to us and giving to us. And, you know, you originally, you know, shed some light on how there's so much disease in nature and how there's this, this disease in in that's permeating around our body. And I think it's really no coincidence, you know, that right now we're in this pandemic with a virus that is attacking our, our lungs and, and mother earth, like the rainforest or uh, the rainforest of the lungs of the planet were on fire, you know, a couple months ago. And I think that that's where, you know, these types of conversation really enlightens us to be in reverence to how we're all connected and how these herbs are here to support us. And, and ultimately that the answers are always in nature. Mm. Oh, yes. That is the way of the indigenous peoples of the first nations peoples. It is the way it is the people's medicine. Plant medicine is the people's medicine. And we are returning back to this wisdom and back to this knowledge that we have forgotten and we are remembering this. It lives in our bones. It lives in our blood. It's who we are. We are nature. We are the plants. We are water. We are fire. And we see what has happened on the earth. We are being forced to sit down and get quiet and get still. And that's why for me personally, I have just had a smile on my face pretty much throughout this whole pandemic because I'm, I'm like, yes, my energy, the go- goddess energy that has been working with me through this has been Kalima, like Ooh, Kalima, yes. <laughs> Kalima. Yes, people sit down, be quiet and listen, finally listen. Mm. And so many people are like, oh my gosh, that's too much. But it's like, no, people die every day, all the time from all kinds of things. Women die every day at the hands of their intimate partners. And no one has said anything. Some people do. There are beautiful foundations out there for domestic violence, but for the mainstream and the majority of people, no one talks about it. Mm. And so you're all being asked to sit down and rest and really tune into why are we here? What is the purpose of us being on this planet? If we don't have a planet to be on, then what, what is the point? So ah, it's like the earth gets to breathe. We get to breathe. We get to slow down the waters get to flow and it's beautiful. Mm. Oh, to that. Oh, chills all over my body when you said that and that just that energy of Kali coming through. And, you know, 
I've actually been really feeling uh, called to the goddess Saraswati as she's been really giving me this gift to move through the music and the arts and opening up my creativity to really navigate through these times, you know? What have you been using? I'm curious, you know, as you've got this smile on your face and really working through this, like what are some things that you've been using in order to help you navigate through these times? For me, my yoga practice, it's so funny because it's like my most consistent home yoga practice ever that I've wanted for to do for so long. <laughs> Finally, like get to do it. Like I've been signing on and doing all kinds of online. Um, 30 minute is perfect for me because I have a two-year-old. So like I'm doing my, my 30 minute flow in the morning, which has just felt so good to move my body and to really stretch with yeah. intention. And then my nourishing herbs, making my infusions every night before bed. I make my, my, I brought some herbs with me. There's an herb shop that's open um, in town. So I have some beautiful herbs that I'm able to work with. I have a bag of essential oils that have been helping me. A lot of them are antiviral too, which is just, they just happen to come with me. So it's great. I have basil and what other plants I've been working with, rosemary and rose geranium and laleshwa, which is a new essential oil that um, I have that comes from Kenya. And cypress, just so many beautiful plants that really help me. And then working with the earth, I've been making some medicines with the plants that are here on the land, um, getting our hands in the earth. Mm-hmm. The guys that I'm here with, they actually planted trees at the property next door to us. So even the men are getting their hands dirty and working with the earth. And that has just been so healing, beautiful. Listening to music and just dancing, free flowing and singing, using my voice. I feel like songs have been coming through. Yes. Songs have been coming through and I've just been recording on my phone. I'm like, okay, I've been waiting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know what, like, what I'm going to be able to do this, like, what is going to come through where that I'm going to be able to put out, but maybe it's just, maybe it's just doing a live and just fl- flowing freely on, on Instagram, or just maybe it's recording a video and posting it. So I haven't yet shared my creativity in that way, like the music yet, or even yeah. like dances yet, since I've been here, since we've been in this new um, shift, but something wants to come through. And I feel like at first I was feeling this anxiety, like I need to do stuff. I need to like make online videos and yep. do, get out there. Everyone doing these things. And it was like, no, do nothing like rest child, rest even more. <laughs> and I got that message in the winter time before any of this, it was like rest. Ah, <sighs> And so I'm just allowing myself to just be in this pause and then letting something just naturally slowly birth through. Cause I've been feeling like I've been in the birth canal for that and for a while now. And so it's like, okay, how can I help? How can I serve? How can I share and create and sing? I feel you on every level with that. There has been a voice that has come through me that I'm like, okay, we don't know. Like what's, what is this? And just sitting out in nature and sort of letting the medicine come through like freestyling and, and letting that all like permeate through this ripple of this vibration. That's sort of where I felt goddess Saraswati come through was like, oh, you know, this, this medicine of song and really, really how I can use my voice. I'm not a singer by any means, but it's like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's this, Mm -hmm. this song that wants to come through. Right. And I think that's really like shifting the perceptions of what singing kind of is right now, because it's really healing. It's healing to let those, 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 that frequency Mm -hmm. sort of just ripple through our bodies, you know? And, um, wow, I I feel a lot of synchronicities as you just shared that, because I felt the same way, like a little pressure at first to share and put everything out. 
And what I got, the message that came through from me was there's medicine in the silence. And mm. sometimes when we don't speak, we are saying so much. Mm. And that was like, whoa, okay, because I always have something to say, you know. And so it just really, you know, I think for anyone out there that feels the same way, that's listening and feels like it doesn't feel right to really be putting yourself out there or holding space. Because here's the thing, like we as light workers, we're always going to be here. We're always going to be here. And maybe we've been on the front lines for a long time. Maybe we're like, hey, guess what? You get a break. Like other people I've seen who've been starting to step up, who've been starting to see, say stuff, be out there, maybe have been in reclusive. They've been preparing themselves for this. So mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, it's just divine. Wherever you are is perfect. Yes. I love that. And I love that you said, who cares? We are all singers. We all have a soul song. We all have the healing power of our own voice to even just heal our own selves, to heal mm -hmm. our own selves with our voice. And I hope more and more people start to use their voice and just seeing, even if they think that they don't have a good voice, it's like, yes, you do. Your voice is beautiful. You are beautiful. All of you are so beautiful and know that, know that the, the divine mother loves all of our voices. Mm. She wants to hear us singing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And really tapping into that inner child. You know, I think yes. when, when I was a little girl, I know I was just like humming and singing and I've been really connecting to her and within that. So I, I, I invite all of you listeners to just sing like whatever is meant to ripple through you. Maybe if it's just a hum or maybe if it's just like an I am affirmation, let it rip. Yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about, um, you know, you, you work with the plants and, and your herbalist sort of teachings and all of that. So enlighten us on really what your process is, like how you would work with someone um, using the herbs and, and sort of giving us an, a dynamic overview of your work and what you're here to do. Mm. Well, I feel for each person, it's going to be different. And there might even be people who don't eat, feel called to the plants, right? And it's like, okay, it's like knowing that, like, mm. it's not even for everyone. Like, we would love it for it to be. And just like, I've seen some people are even like not into it at all. And it's like, that's okay. And like, having compassion for like that person too and where they are on their journey. But if those who are interested in the plants, I would say, like you had mentioned, look for the plants that are around you. It's such a beautiful way to start working with the plants. Noticing what plants you continuously see on your path when you're walking. Do you keep seeing dandelions sprouting out through the concrete or in, in the grasses? Do you have um, roses in your backyard? Or when you go to your mother's house, does she have roses too? And just starting to notice what plants you continuously see. And then inviting them in starting to just talk to the plants because they're all consciousness the plants have consciousness the plants are wise are filled with wisdom and healing powers they've been here longer than we have and sitting next to a plant and even just closing your eyes and just listening and just sitting next to a plant introducing yourself and then i may be asking questions and just seeing what comes through, feeling what comes through, maybe having a journal and starting to write. And that's just a beautiful way to start building relationships with the plants and maybe offering gifts, offering crystals or water, or even a piece of your hair 
or some dried herbs and bringing gifts and starting to just show gratitude and thanking the plants that are all around us. We wouldn't be here without them. We wouldn't be able to breathe without the trees. Maybe just placing your hand on a tree and just feeling the energy from this powerful being. And that's a beautiful way to just start inviting the plants into your life. And then working with the infusions like we talked about is an amazing way. Drinking herbs every day. And then um, even sacred smoke. People who like to smoke, you can use dried herbs mm. instead of maybe cannabis or tobacco, or you can blend them all together and um, thanking the plants, always just thanking and asking for help. When we humble ourselves and ask for help, then the healing gets amplified even more because we are basically bowing and just sitting at the feet of these wise beings and just, there are elders, there are teachers. And so you can use them as sacred smoke. That's another thing we've been partaking in here, helping us with this quarantine is cannabis with Damiana has been like a beautiful um, medicine for us um, in the evenings and um, maybe making ritual baths, bringing your plants into your baths, into the waters, um, which are, there's so many ways you can do that. You can even just maybe put a few drops of essential oils in your bath. You can rub essential oils on your body, anointing your chakra points, your energy points, placing it any area on your body that you might be having pain. If you have a headache, taking peppermint or lavender on your head and just working, knowing that essential oils are just precious jewels, like treating every drop like a jewel. Mm. Um, maybe you like the sacred smoke burning resins like um, sweet grass or juniper or, um, or resin, sorry, like frankincense and and uh, myrrh or here we have Moroccan rose I have this Moroccan rose that we got here from Maui this resin is just so divine and that's been so beautiful to have here and the resins they just and the sacred smoke help to uplift our spirits our nose is, is the gateway to our consciousness the ancient Egyptians considered our nose the gateway to our consciousness because it literally goes into our olfactory um, goes into our brain and helps us to just shift shift our energy shift our consciousness create new patterns. Um, and what else would we say with the plants? I think those are some beautiful ways to get started. And for me, it's when people come and they say, okay, I have this, I'm feeling this. So I'll, I'll energetically, oftentimes something will just come through like this plant. It just kind of, kind of like comes right. through and then I'll suggest this plant and they'll start working with this plant and then message me, tell me what's happening in their lives and how things are shifting and it's just so beautiful to see. Um, um, yeah. And I don't really know, like, I can't explain how it comes through. It kind of just does. Like someone will share with me an, an ailment, something they're going through. And I'll be like, this plant. And um, yeah, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful journey to see how things shift in their lives. Um, one woman, she was messaged me that she was allergic to flowers. She's like, I'm really allergic to flowers. I think they're so beautiful. I love them, but I can't, like, I break out in hives if I even, like, touch lavender or hibiscus. I can't have tea. And so it just came through to me, like, what is your relationship like with the feminine? Because flowers represent the feminine. It's the most creative part of the plant. It's the, the highest expression of the plant. And she's allergic to that. So then also, what are you doing in your life right now for your creative expression? How is that? Is that being blocked right now? And and she was like, oh my goodness, my mother died when I was a child. I never really healed that um, wow. feminine 
connection. And so, and she's also blocked creatively. So both of those together all went into her flower allergy. Wow. That was beautiful to see in that way, like how it's all connected, all connected, kind of (laughs) circling us back to really where we, where we started off the show. So everything Mm -hmm. being connected and just being reminded of that. I think it's, it's such a simple thing, you know, and it's, it, we often make things so complicated, you know, trying to put everything outside of us or seeking for answers outside. But I think, you know, at the core of all this, really nature is the answer. And when we find ourselves lost or, you know, have these, these issues, pains, all these things, you know, I think, um, having people like you who have that divine channel that can just bring the medicine from the plants is so beautiful, you know, and, you know, just honoring, honoring you and your work and the the plants that speak through you and mm-hmm. you being so connected to nature is, it's just gorgeous. It's absolutely divine. It's so fun. It's really just like this magical journey. The plants take you on. It's just like, ah, like life is beautiful. The flowers are with us. The plants are with us. They're cheering us on. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. And you are the flower because your name. (laughs) That's gorgeous. Well, I absolutely love this. This is just a a beautiful conversation, especially since we're sort of in Earth Month and the Earth is going through this massive, I think, awakening, healing, and we're seeing her really restore herself. And all I get is messages from her right now to really stay present, be with her, listen to her. So um, what would you, you know, on some final notes here, what would you have to say to someone who is really finding themselves back, like re-immersed in nature? Like what would, what would your guidance be for them to really come back home? to listen to just be and play and have fun and laying down on the earth and we just lie our bodies on the earth and just breathe it's such a beautiful renewing feeling and just this deep connection we just plug in and just like surrender and soften and just feel so supported you can just feel so supported and held by the earth and we just can lay there and just breathe and, and the stillness and just pause. Mm. And even just walking, walking through a forest and, and just looking and noticing what you see, noticing the trees, just starting to bring our awareness to what's around us. Mm. And the water's... I invite everyone to just start to connect even deeper to the waters, to start singing to the waters, talking to the waters and just sending love to the waters of this earth. Maybe it's the beach, maybe it's rivers, maybe it's a lake, maybe it's the water in your shower and just starting to send love and gratitude to the water and even the waters in our own bodies and mm. our blood and our lymph. And just getting out as much as we can, even though we're in quarantine, there are so many places that we can still try to find. And and listen, you'll be guided. Sometimes I would just get in my car and I would just feel like driving and I would have no idea where I'm going. And I would just keep going and going and going. And I would like find some path. And I've gone on the most beautiful adventures that way. I'll be leaded to like a, a, a meadow of oak trees or like 
one time I just kept driving and driving and then I found a bird sanctuary and I parked and I kept wow. walking and walking and walking. And I went all the way to the back of this bird sanctuary where they had a little nursery where you can take home California native plants. Mm. And I found wild rose, which is this flower, this little pink five petal rose that I've been wa- wondering if I could ever find in a nursery. And I found it. It's like, she called me from far away. <laughs> And so the plants guide you, they'll guide you on this magical journey to yourself mm. and to freedom and to fun. That is so cool. I love that. <laughs> well, I've got one final, a couple of questions actually here before we say our final fa- farewells. Um, if you were to visualize like what, what the new earth would look like, what, what, what does it involve? Like what does it encompass? What does it mean for you? I feel like the first thing that comes through is the children, like the children in the schools and the education system, like the um, just rerouting all of that and like really instilling from such a young age the, the connection to our earth and planting gardens and working with the plants and flowers in so many different creative ways and then bringing that back home into the home homes, to the parents, having the parents connecting to the earth, to gardening. And I mean, there's so much, like so much of the new earth, (laughs) everything. Um, And I guess it's like everyone's, I would love to just like see what everyone's thoughts are for the new earth and like putting that all together and just like seeing like in this huge collage, like what does this all look like? Like what are all of our dreams of the new earth? And then how can we make them all happen? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So like schools and the children, I feel like are a huge thing, not sitting in fluorescent lights for, you know, eight hours a day and then having to go home and do homework. Like a lot of us already know that that's not the way a lot of People are homeschooling their children, are unschooling their children, which is great. Um, and of course, not all of us are able to do that. So hoping that something shifts big in the school system to be just more grounded in the earth and in connecting with ourselves and each other and not this competition. And having heart-based businesses and feminine leadership and working together, working as working as one, like knowing that if someone is suffering, we all are suffering on the greater level. So like, how can we help this person that is suffering? How can we put our resources together so that we can all live a beautiful life so that we can all eat? And so there's a lot, right, that has to come through for this to work, or maybe it's doesn't, maybe it's not as hard as we think it is. And so that's what this time is right now. I feel like we're all like, okay, what do we want it to look like? It's not going to go back to the way it was. Yeah. And those who want it to, it's like, okay, we have something we can look at here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's so much, but the children really come through because I have a two year old and it's like, okay, what do we want this world to look like for him? Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of these laws, laws are like an illusion to me, like these man-made laws. Um, cause when we are just connected to our hearts and connected to the earth, we don't need all these like man-made laws that are just like not really working anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that was beautiful. Yeah. I love that picture and that dance and vision that you just kind of guided mm-hmm. us through. Um, where can everybody find you? You can find me. My website is flowerandflow.com. And my Instagram is Divine Devana, but um, yeah, 
website website and instagram is a, is a good place to find me <laughs> beautiful like, beautiful and how do you spell Devana? so everybody knows d-a-v-a-n-a beautiful we'll definitely include all of that information in the show notes below so well thank you sister so much this was such a beautiful divine conversation and uh, very timely and uh, inspiring and I hope everybody listening is feeling inspired to get back to nature in whatever way that looks like for you yeah and to themselves right it's like back to nature and back to ourselves and like using all of our self-love tools this is the time yeah Uh oh well, uh, I, I love all of this and thank you again for coming on and devoting your time. And uh, I love you all, sisters, so much. I hear you. I see you. And I will see you next week. Bye, Devana. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. For those of you lovely listeners who would like to receive the bonus episode with Devana May, it is available up on our Patreon page and you can get it for only $5.99. You guys know I love to work in synchronistic numbers. So for $5.55, that is a mouthful, uh, $5.55 a month, you can get access to all the bonus episodes that we've got with the lovely guests that we have on the show or even just myself and this specific episode that we have for you is antiviral herbs and oils that you can use during this time to create an ecosystem a body that does not allow for viruses and disease to come in so beautiful that Devana was able to record this bonus episode with us so if you're interested head on over to patreon.com forward slash goddess collective to support the show and get this lovely bonus episode I love you all so so much thank you thank you thank you for listening thank you for sharing thank you for rating and reviewing i i adore you all so much and it has been such an honor to be here with you all yet again and i will see you next week bye for now